This week in League, relief at HBO as they discover they can replace their disappointing dragon show with live telecasts of St. George matches. Wanted, a violent gang rapist with an underbite and a Jack Sparrow goatee, salary 239k, must supply own Mars bars. Kevy Walters becomes the inbred genius as he selects five halves in his origin squad. Plus, we look ahead to round 12 of the 2019 NRL season. All and more this week in League. Welcome to episode 320 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. How you doing, man? I'm loving footy again. <laughs> that was a quick turnaround. Rugby League speaks to me. Oh, it was a fucking six-week turnaround. <laughs> all it, but all, all it took was a win, even though it was, un, at, the t- uh, at the time, the worst game of the year. You did get superseded <laughs> later on in that week. but uh... <laughs> I am a simple man with simple pleasures and that just means just fucking win just fucking win <laughs> what <he> means. that's <laughs> it that's it uh, even if it's a race to the fucking bottom of the frittata bucket <laughs> <laughs> you know the uh, the next immortal Nathan Cleary takes his rightful place in State of Origin you, you do realise I mean that cunt I mean he could chop off every other cunt's head and he still wouldn't be immortal <laughs> That's how fucking that's how far away from immortality that cunt is. Queen wrote the soundtrack to his life, cunt. Uh yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know if they actually ever released that song like holy fuck I've got AIDS and I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> but if they did <laughs> Because they wrote the soundtrack to Michael Gordon's life. <laughs> so I mean how many fucking how many soundtracks are they gonna do? <laughs> but uh, But you know, not bad. What's not bad? Well, we're going into an origin. Yeah. Where if it wasn't for DCE, yeah, Nathan Cleary would have been the most unpopular halves choice in the history of Origin. Yeah, possibly. I mean, you said it's fucking funny how the tables have turned. I mean, we might as well talk about it. But I mean, the tables have turned massive. Like, like a month ago, mm. we were like, "Fucking New South Wales have got like you know half a dozen halves to choose from. They're all playing great. Yeah, they, you know, obviously, you know, the centers are you know locked in, same as last year. And you know, you you got the you know, Tommy the was, Tommy, just on fire. Yeah, Tommy was potentially going to be you know not make it back in time. So we always had that in the back pocket. But Teddy was going to be there. Just and, that was know. in no one's back pocket. No one was hoping he made it back. Well, considering he pretty much won the series for us last year no. with his fucking exploits. No, I mean one of the top three players across both sides. I mean, and that's even if you do ah. want to be a, an absolute fucking frittata and include Ricky, sorry, include fucking Billy Slater in there, like, you know, the, you know, judges in uh, air quotes. But um, we were, you know, sitting sitting pretty and, you know, obviously Cook, I mean, well, I mean, he's the one fucking constant that hasn't changed. Yeah, he's that's it. In it. But, uh, man, the halves, well, that, the, the halves at the time, well, still, up until this very fucking minute, the incumbent halves were playing like dog shit. But we had so many mm. uninjured good options that were on fire. <laughs> that- Here's the thing. I don't I don't think Adam Reynolds was ever going to get a look in. I don't I, think. I wonder. From everything I've read of what Freddie says, he seems... To take a not pessimistic, but worst case scenario, yeah. look at his halves. 
And he made this point about Cody Walker. He said, there wasn't any time where I thought, he's our half. It's that there wasn't a time where I thought, he can't be our half. <laughs> or he can't be our six, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Right? And honestly, I, I think that's what it is. I think there were some concerns around Reynolds' mental fortitude. Yeah, but I think I think that his mental fortitude has never been called into question. His physical fortitude, however, yeah, it, that's a tightrope every I'm, fucking week. I'm not sure he's a take the game by the scruff of the neck sort of guy. Yeah, but I mean, let me tell you, neither is fucking Nathan Cleary. He hasn't taken a game, well, a game, take, by the scruff of its neck. He'll take the game by the scruff of its- he was playing its, fucking Harold Matz. Scruff of its midfield bomb. And well, yeah. tell me, you know, you want, you want to talk about precision engineering- if you've got a team that yeah. has Ben Hunt and fucking Moses Embai in it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, what's the number one thing you want out of your half? Yeah, well, you know, it possibly. I mean, it may it may turn out to be the most genius fucking selection in history. <laughs> I mean, we may get Ben Hunt like just fucking just Ben Hunt it all over the place. But also, Ben Hunt's going to be playing. <laughs> yeah, presumably, he's going to be playing at hooker, so he's not going to be back there fielding those ones. So, um, look, there's going to be at least one kickoff. Yeah, and uh, you know, while I would anticipate they would be kicking it to Ben Hunt, <laughs> I mean, because strategically, why wouldn't why wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, just get in his fucking head, like, <laughs> and just tell you every time next one's coming to you. Yeah, don't drop it. <laughs> just, sing, just the whole team singing the cranberries at him. It'd be a shame if you dropped it in um, your head. <laughs> it's uh. And I was thinking, oh, yeah, how she fucking died and, like, you know, has Ben Khan's career can- <laughs> Not only Ben Khan, Ben Hunt's career <laughs> could also take a fucking sharp, sharp Delawsing <laughs> during State of Origin this year. Um, but uh, there were some strange selections in, in the sides, like, uh, at least initially named. I mean, it's... Uh, it's arguable if things will things will take the same form going into the actual game when they're announced an hour before kickoff for the, the final lineup. Yep. But Michael Morgan named in the centres. Yep. Just uh, as we said at the top of the show, I mean that just screams of sheeniousness for some reason trying to jam as many halves into the side into the run on side as he possibly Correct. can, not even on the bench. Um, then you had Umbai as a potential fourteen. Because including a member of the West Tigers has worked so well for New South Wales in the oh, past. He's so and he he's just so he's so versatile though. He can fucking play reserve grade level across the park. <laughs> put him in any, put him put him in the anywhere. Put him in the back line. Uh, put him in hooker. Maybe you know in a pinch. You know in, if the injuries were that bad, jam him in lock. I don't know. But I mean, he will he will play the fuck at like a fucking Canterbury yeah. Cup level. Yeah. <laughs> Or Canterbury Bulldogs level. Or Canterbury Bulldogs level. Uh, I mean, you know, he he did learn his trade. Is that why they've called it the Canterbury Cup? Yeah, because it's a basically it's a it's a barometer for relegation and promotion. <laughs> the winner of that could beat the dogs. <laughs> it's the it's the baseline level where every team on any given week could beat the Bulldogs. <laughs> so, um, it is. Yeah, um, the the phrase you hear it bandied around so much at State of Origin. Oh, you know, all you want to do is get your best players on the field. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You know. And so then, so then, to in in response, I would say to Kevy, 
Did you though? Yeah, and the, but then people can, can you can you say that with a straight fucking face? And then I've seen people arguing. Oh, you know, look, Andrew Johns played nine in Origin. Is it? Yeah, mm. but I mean, some strong fucking times for New South em- Wales in the. <laughs> and Ember is not. He's not. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand what the point. What the point is? I'm sure there's a lot of fucking people who have played fourteen at times. Doesn't mean Ember can. Doesn't mean, uh, I mean, he's certainly not going to be the, well, this is the thing, he wouldn't be the starting fullback ever, but I mean, Callum Ponga would be, be a better 14 than Umbai, as he's proven well, yeah, like he was, last yeah, year. Yeah, he was last year. Yeah. yeah. Um, and do you, do, you, do you see, with Callum Ponga starting on the field, do you see Umbai providing any type of fucking weird, weird versatility and, and shock and awe value that he can be substituted on and exploit it's something? It's just, like, I, I understand if it's, for injury cover, yeah, yeah, fair enough. But in camp, injury cover, but not fourteen. New South Wales have obviously sacrificed bulk for yeah. for flexibility and yep, yeah, you know, um, longevity. I, I hope or stamina. Yep. Which I mean, with you know a new combination of halves, and especially one that's not playing very well, and one that's you know could be you know shitting bricks. You know, it's it's not it's not a. Yeah, it's it's worrying that uh you know that you're relying on the forwards that they have to at least hold their own to give these little, you know give these guys a chance. Yeah, um, at least in but, the, you know early part of the game. But my thing is, how does where does Embi fit into either exploiting that New South Wales team? Yeah, or potentially stopping its advantages. There is nothing that he provides that isn't provided better by someone who's in the run on side yeah whereas whereas if you flip the script i mean like you know you would you you couldn't fucking ever start him at fullback and state of origin for queensland however if you did and ponga was the one coming on with you know 10 minutes yeah. before the you know before half time you go oh well fucking obviously i mean yeah you know, he's elusive and he's fast as fuck and you know forwards are getting tired and you know he could you know take advantage of you know that's what correct well i ain't doing that shit no he's not he, uh, I mean, you can't even rely on him to hold the ball, or catch it, or do any like anything. Yeah. He's not, he's not exceptionally fast. He's uh, he's not exceptionally elusive. Yep. Do you, do you see much coming out of that Queensland team except out of Munster and Ponga? There'd be stuff out. It'd just, it'd just be Ponga stuff, and I mean, people know what Ponga's got to offer now as well. Yeah. You know? And I mean, that's not to say you know that he's not going to be able to do anything. And I'll tell you but- what, he he's going in. Going into Origin with some flying club form. Yeah, but I mean, it's also like he's not going to be given the same opportunities. Yeah, true. In Origin, that that he's been allowed to waltz through. You would hope. I mean, because he's barely. I mean, he's he's really. I mean, he's basically been hole running. Yeah. Through. I mean, that's that's and. You know, you would you would expect that wouldn't you know those opportunities. I mean, he you know they, they it's not to say they won't happen at all, but they're not going to happen to the same kind yeah. of you know volume or no, magnitude. Um, but yeah, you know, well, I just I, we just talk about Ponga just to just to watch the the mental contortions of Newcastle fans who support New South Wales in State of Origin as they as they instinctively bend forward to suck his penis <laughs> but then you know almost snap their backwards <laughs> their back to flip to flip over and uh uh you know support new south wales and um and now which is like barely the the 
the uh, the grave, the soil is still fucking loose on Cameron Smith's origin grave. And uh, and obviously the recently <laughs> departed Cooper Cronk, you know, JT, yes. Billy Slater. And uh, no, no sooner has, uh, has uh, they've turned away from the fucking funeral and walked away, Kevy's come up, DCE, fucking come and save us. You're the captain. <laughs> we'll give you everything. You're the man now. <laughs> yeah. Look, we- Great redemption in rugby league. We can't spend the opening 10 minutes of the show talking about what an absolute fucking cunt house his selections are, only to then turn around and call it a coaching masterstroke to hand the fucking most despised person in the history of rugby league. Oh, oh no, one, no one ever said it was a masterstroke. Yeah. Yeah. It- <laughs> I think it's fantastic for fucking Cherry. I mean, and you know, highly, highly deserved. I mean, because there's, there's, there's certainly nothing worse than being fucking cunted out of your, cunted out of your, your birthright by you know a, a pack of old cunt players who can't fucking handle the new blood running you know, coming through. How's he done in Origin though? Have you looked at his stats? Well, he was man of the match in his last game, State of Origin, won the fucking game single handedly in a season season in which he in a series in which his team was dominated. Fuck! You sound like a Newcastle fan right now. You talk about their fucking mental gymnastics. That was just a, about that was just, that was just no, a fact just though. his overall stats in State of Origin. Ugh, I don't know about overall stats, but tell you what, I hope they run at him. He'll be fine. Okay. He'll be for he'll he'll be he will be. I don't expect him to be man of the match in any of the games this year because I would hope and anticipate New South Wales would win the series three nil, and therefore I'm hoping that the man of the match would come from over the New South Wales. I feel like I've come home for Thanksgiving and I found out Dad's a Trump voter. I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. Uh, that, that. I don't understand the metaphor. Really? <laughs> Couldn't clock the metaphor. Couldn't clock the metaphor. <laughs> I'm not horny like a stegosaur. <laughs> um. <laughs> so um, <laughs> you got me. Um, so yeah. So at the end of the day, I mean, I want, I want to see him play well, but also it's, it's just so satisfying. <laughs> To watch, I mean, because Queenslanders squirm. We like the oh, the, the mental gymnastics of the Pongarites. Is that's one thing. I mean, that's fine, but it's fucking nothing on Queenslanders who have a vast category of social media abuse and <laughs> and just and you know what five years probably or you know of absolute fucking yeah. hatred. All because they got upset at the way he dealt with the Gold Coast Titans of all fucking teams. Yeah. So I mean. Not only, not only are, they, are, are people like Storm supporters and Bronco supporters and Cowboy supporters completely fucking cucking themselves into oblivion just by even giving a fuck what someone did to the Titans. I mean, who cares? Piss on their grave. And the, the Titans turned out okay. They're paying the same amount for Ash Taylor now that Manly are for Cherry Evans. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, when people want to talk about value for money when it comes to uh, to players, I might, I'd much rather have a... <laughs> The fucking state of origin captain on that money than some little fucking Alfred E. Newman fucking <laughs> facsimile. Jesus Christ. Um, who's married to like, you know, a very handsome woman or is it just his girlfriend? I can't remember. Well, if she asks, he'll be scared to say no. Yeah, look, I'm scared. I'm just fucking, my dick is scared. <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> um... I don't, I don't know, I don't know what else to say about the selections. I mean, New South Wales, they, they selected as well as they could. I'm real happy that they, that they, despite the, you know, the James Roberts situation and Turbo being injured, I'm, I'm very happy with the fact that they didn't 
get fucking tricked or seduced into bringing Blake Ferguson back into the fold. Correct. Uh, and like I like Kotrick, and let's face it, what the you know the reason you would get Ferguson is you know he generally makes a lot of meters, you know, bringing the ball back. Yep. And Kotrick can do that, no yep. problem at all. He's, without he's, the fucking without dropping dropsy. it, and you know, fingering chicks against <laughs> their will and all that shit. Um, yeah. Teddy's obviously gonna he's gonna take Josh Morris. Look, I find it hard to say anything bad about the man because he's like a fucking Land Cruiser. You know, I mean, when like, he's, when, I mean, him and his brother are fucking killing themselves to yeah. win the series. Yeah. Back in, you know, fuck, like, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget what they did that series because they fucking, those two probably won it for us, you know, the, just the, the pair of them. Um, and well, if, they, they had normal sized necks before going. I mean, but they just, they, they put it on the line so bad. Yeah. They just compressed themselves so bad that they lost their necks. I mean, they stuck their. <laughs> like Ram Man. <laughs> <laughs> So like so so Josh Morris he, he he always will always forever have my respect for his deeds and look if he can just be defensively sound for the series then that's fine I'm good with that I don't I'm not demanding nor expecting any any incredible attacking Correct. you know whatever out of him but I just need just be where you're supposed to be yeah and just be defensively sound and, and don't I'm sure yourself in the twentieth minute yeah and you're and and I mean giving your center I mean opportunities you know catch it and pass it or take the gap in front of you or pounce on the ball or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, he can still do that. And so, yep. and I know that, he, I know that he knows what's involved and will behave accordingly and, Correct. you know, and, and hopefully, you know, do a job and his passion and everything and commitment to the, to the state, you know, can't be, can't be denied. Yeah. Um, but otherwise I think New South Wales, I think, I think the team they picked is about as good as they could. Yep. There's no big glaring like I don't. I haven't really seen too much hand wringing over the, any glaring the big, omissions. The big risk is um, inexperience. Yeah, you know, they got and big like, maybe Tarek Sims in there instead of fucking who got that last reserve spot. Ain. Yeah, no, no. I think he's. I think I feel like he's probably earned his his spot. Yeah. No. Who's the Who's the fucking? I don't have the team in front of me. Jakey T would be the other bench player. No, Jakey T, he's he's fine. Obviously, he's got to be there. I mean, he was one of the top three. Players yeah, I know, but he's well. he'll be the other bench player. They're starting no, with but who's Murray. The, who's the, They're the, starting with Murray. No, there was a guy that there was a guy that they were flicking the flipping the coin over, and he won over Tarek Sims. And I fucking can't. I just I've just drawn a fucking blank at the moment um, to see who to see uh, who it is. Who the fuck is it? Help me out here. Be dead air while I look it up now. Fucking Where's hell. Where's my? Sorry, I was yawning. I'm just trying to find the actual. While we're doing that, list. this fucking this shit that come out today with Kevin Walters about player twenty one. He's got a well, no, no, no. There's a player twenty one thing, and he's like, you know, being all cagey about. Oh yeah, people are saying he's at Cam Smith or whatever, but um, this whole business here, how he's got this um. Don't say blue. Yeah, and he's got this guy. He's got this guy now. This fucking whatever you call it, like a faith healer or some fucking, oh, fucking kind of hell. kind of guru sort of guy that's that he's associating with at the moment. I don't have that guy's Twitter account in front of me, but let me tell you, it's, he's, he's his bio is all like you know he's he you know he crystals le- he leads lead, no he leads leaders and he uh, coaches the coaches and he I'll tell you what he doesn't fucking coach the dentist because the guy looks like <laughs> Chad fucking Morgan. Um, <laughs> Teeth like that don't scream success to me because I mean you can go to Thailand very cheaply and get fucking everything, everything capped and crowned and look like Tom Cruise. Um, oh, I love it. And uh, but also, but this guy, this guy, what he has done, Crichton, 
um, is probably the one that I'm, I'm a bit yeah, about. I think his form's really warranted through this this, this season. Um, yeah, but that's probably that's probably the only one I was a bit iffy about. But um, back to this Kevin Walters thing is his guru has they've they've uh, basically proclaimed that they're not to the media and not to ask them questions about New South Wales or mention New South Wales, and they can't in camp. They're not allowed to say the word say New South Wales or Blues. Oh, cool. Camp. Because that- let me tell you, there's nothing like fucking game planning a big game where you can't <laughs> talk about the opposition. Because <laughs> it's, yeah, and it's not like, like I, I get the theory, you know, like long time super fan of the show, um, accidentally wore, uh, you know, the, there's two major sporting brands in the world. Yes. And the Broncos were sponsored by one of them and he worked mm, for the other one. And he worked for the other, yeah. And he wore a Broncos jersey to that job and was almost fired. Yep. You know? Um, I remember years ago, my sister went on a school excursion to a Pepsi factory. Yep. And some one of the kids asked a question, like, just about Coke and its relationship to Pepsi. And, you know, the, the tour guide said to the, you know, probably 13-year-old school kid, uh, we don't use the imitator's name in here. You know, <laughs> the so, so that shit gets petty. Yeah, that shit yeah. gets petty. Um, but this is not a this is not a business situation. This is they're they're trying to they've got some fucking some faith healer crystal merchant. Yeah. that is basically deemed that they shall not. That's what I'm saying. If this yeah. guy's a, I coach the coaches and I lead the leaders. Yeah, he's read a book on the cola wars. Yeah, and that's his strategy for fucking. <laughs> oh, God. But, um, you know, good luck to you. You fucking say their name though after the game's finished. <laughs> but apparently, he's Kevy's like a I don't know. Guru sounds like a strong term, but mentor. I don't know something. Fucking hell! So he's a fucking idiot though. Um, I'll give you a tip. Um. Yeah, and so, yeah, and media have been, yeah, you can't ask about New South Wales. Uh, the other thing we had this week, oh, hang on, I think we've got Sigiara as well, haven't we? Sigiara done for DUI. So he got done, um, obviously, under the, under the limit. However, when you're a P player, the limit is uh, flat zero, so... So he's not the, under the limit. Well, he's over no, the limit. No, he's, he's, this is, he's under the limit for a fucking grown-ass man. <laughs> however, he's not a grown-ass man in the driving stakes because he must have got his fucking license 10 minutes ago. <laughs> And uh, accordingly, he must be a 0.0. He was, you know, I guess he was going to grab a coffee after a night in the piss and was 0.02. And what, uh, like two weeks into a lifeline thrown by the Broncos. And, uh, you know, his form's been fine. And uh, now this, so that's an integrity commission, integrity unit thing. And I don't know what's going to become of it, if anything. I mean, there must be, you know, they probably just. I don't it, know. Um, look, it. The the bottom line there is, have some fucking accountability and responsibility. Yep. You know, if you've spent too much of your life fucking being Corey Norman's flavor flave, <laughs> which let's be frank, that's all he did. And that is, and that is that. That's a pretty good. That's a prestigious. Yeah. That's a pretty good assessment too, because I mean, let me tell you, I mean, you know, 
<laughs> Chuck D still doing fucking public enemy gigs all around the world. And flavor, flavor, flavor. I mean, he, he washed out a fucking Bridget Nielsen's cunt and, and into into a, into a fucking pool of crack. So, like, <laughs> um, yeah, maybe he should have been getting his hours up. Maybe, maybe should have. I, the real story that I want to know about is um is that motherfucker, I mean, like, he's, it's like a, yeah, you get, like, the PNG players are, like, 45 years old and they're 34 or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, he's, like, a he's like a strong PNG 48-year-old dude. Why is he on his fucking pee still? That's the story behind the story that I want to know. Also, I, like, how hard can it be to get a license in PNG? Just go over there and get one, and they come over here and go, yep, international transfer. Yeah. Unless the Australian government's like clued, clued the fuck up and they're like, we don't do that fucking international <laughs> driver's license thing. We go, yeah, you're going to have to take a test. <laughs> we appreciate the whole carrying concert through Kokoda thing. <laughs> yeah. But so, you've got to know what a roundabout is. <laughs> and then mercifully, right before we record, the Dragons, uh, stories come out, the Dragons have been granted salary cap relief to replace Jack DeBellin. Um the figure is $239,000 on signing a replacement forward for DeBellin. Uh, the exact proportion of DeBellin's salary for the remainder of the 2019 season. So uh, they hope that DeBellin be back, but because of the no-fault stand-down thing, um, he's not going to be back, uh, at least this season. And uh, they have 28 contracted players and need to fill two spots before June 30. So, I think that's some fucking bullshit. I mean, it's not... Uh, how hard is it for clubs to get a special dispensation if they went through an extraordinary fucking injury crisis? Like Manly last year had a problem like Penrith have had in recent seasons that they've had to, had to go to the well. But I mean, you know, you get the point where you've run, you've run through your 30 guys mm-hmm. and so then you're like, fuck, we need to dip into like some other source. Of, you know, so yeah. we need to, you know, we, well, we need, we need you something. Got, you got the dispensation. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, how hard do you have to fucking fight for that? You don't. Well, yeah, you, you, I mean, it's procedural. No, but mainly, I mean, then they had to go. They had to go further. I mean, because they seem to be fine to give you one. Yeah. But then you go, okay. Then you get another handful of injuries, and you're fucked, and you got to dig deeper into the the kiddie pool to fucking fill, fill your fill yeah. your seventeen players. It, all it is is procedural. Yeah. You know, and and the issue is the conditions are you have this much salary cap, and you Correct. must use it on this amount of players. Correct. So. The Dragons would have to go back to the NRL and say, this is where we are. If we, you know, what do you want from us? Do you want us to have 30 players or do you want us to stay under this amount? Yeah. It can th- only be one. And the thing is as well, so I mean, like they, they would, they are paying Jack DeBell on this entire season though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, okay. Interesting. And um, fucking absolute bullshit too. I mean, in the day, I feel like if you have a player who's a rapey cunt- yeah. That's unfortunate. I'm not going to go so far as to say that I feel for the club because there are things that we could be put in place to try and, you know, as he said, they never told him not to rape nobody. <laughs> Maybe that's what they should do. Maybe St. George should take that 239 yeah. and hire a don't rape consultant. <laughs> Just someone to shadow him like, everywhere he walks. And every time you see a female, don't rape her. Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't rape her. And he's looking at he looks at he, he looks at the barista, and then he looks at the the, the his little shadow, and he's like, no, not See, her, not her either. 
You, th- you, th- you think too small. <laughs> right? What they need to do is put them all through don't rape courses. Yeah. But then they've got to have something, you know, like mystery shoppers. Yeah. How they go in. So are these, are these like entrapment women or something to Where try and make be, them rape them? So they'll walk some, walk in somewhere. Yeah. And there'll be a girl standing there or sitting there chucking a full-on spready. <sighs> but she's got a sign that says, I do not consent to sex. <laughs> and you know how those guys get your, get card skimmers on ATM machines? <laughs> she's got one of those over a vag. That's got electrodes on it, like the Operation Board Game. <laughs> so if they go raping, it ends up like the scene out of the I Green I just think Mile. that if you saw, if you had a woman there uh, presenting herself for you know as a as a receptacle, and then yet yeah, but with with coupled with a sign that says I you know I do not consent to sex, I think the just the the cognitive dissonance. Would it would it would fucking turn them all into fucking Isaiah Yo level <laughs> chronic head injuries, <laughs> just, just from their brain rattling around their fucking skulls. Mm, I don't know. I think you give them too much credit. <laughs> I'm no, I'm giving them zero credit. That's the point. <laughs> yeah, but you're you're talking about the ability for them to comprehend juxtaposition. Well, no, that's the thing. I, they, they, they. I'm they, talking about. They couldn't comprehend it, and their brain would bounce around inside that skull so badly they'd be they'd be turned into. You know, I'm to- I'd reckon they'd either read Isaiah the instructions Carter's. and just read the instruction, or they'd be so randy they'd just forget how to read. <laughs> yeah, oh. Oh, I'm I'm the opinion. Yes, the Bellini's allegedly a fucking scumbag. Um, but. Outside of that, procedurally, you know, would, would what do you do? do you, you would have to go so harsh as to say that okay, you, you, uh, if you have a player stood down, mm-hmm. and and this is probably because the NRL was quick to put its stand down policy in place, and yeah. given more time, would have fleshed out some other, yeah. Possible issues, but okay. If you, I would just give them the dispensation, the same as when you got the massive injury crisis, and say, look, you know, okay, so that guy's out. Mm-hmm. So then you can then bring one, you can bring one other one up. Yep. But what do you do if you're already From- at your cap? Because to bring that one up, you've got to pay him a minimum wage. Yeah. Well, you would just say you would just say rather than like you know try and calculate how much this fucking guy's worth, that someone you're bringing up from the Reggies is not going to be. Not going to match that value. So yeah. So you're so saying you bring, if under injury, bring up a like player. You have to bring up someone else yeah. from your squad yeah. with the salary cap available yep. or a small dispensation. Yep. The issue here is that under rape, you get an equal value swap. Yeah, well, that's the end. And the thing is, yeah. I think, you know, I would, rather than have an equal value swap, I'd say, look, you may bring a replacement player into the squad to replace that one that's out. Maybe. Right. And it wouldn't be the same amount of money because it wouldn't it, be, it wouldn't be a money value attached to it. It'd be like, you know, you pay them what you need to pay them. Maybe if you rape, then the person that gets bought in is your mum. And you put her on the field. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it doesn't matter what position you play, it starts at prop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think if someone, you know... I think someone is rapey allegedly would uh, you know what what do they care what do they hate women so much what do they care about their mother getting fucking you know <laughs> rucking it up against fucking Jarrah Hargraves. 
but yeah, so like, yeah, rather than rather than attach a, a dollar value, I think it's just like, okay, you got a fucking guy in your club, in the Reggies, who's who plays you, the, the same position as the person that's being kicked so you, out. You bring him up, and you're allowed to bring him up to minimum wage no more. Yeah, well, you bring them up to whatever it costs. I mean, I mean, I don't know what they're. I mean, presumably they wouldn't be on more than minimum wage anyway. But yeah, but in your in your second tier, yeah, yeah, the the minimum there is much like yeah, much like, like yeah. ten grand. Yeah, so bring them up to what the NRL minimum is. Yep, and and so then it doesn't become like a dollar value of what that guy that you've lost is worth. Yeah. It just becomes a like do what you need to do to bring a guy in from yep. within your own club because. That's it. I just see, like, you know, with the whole dollar value thing, I mean, it, then then, then you get that ability where, the, you know, and the Dragons have done it in the past as well, you know, bringing in, like, a pinch hitter at a discount yeah, yeah, yeah. or something that's actually, you know yeah. what I mean, from outside of the NRL or outside, do you, you know. Do you think this goes a little way to um, them actually sitting down with the Bellin and going, look, did you do it? Uh, does it? Does it matter? Well, how many forwards out there worth yeah. the Bellin's wage? Yeah are going to leave somewhere they're arguably comfortable for a half-a-season contract. Oh, yeah. Because that's what it is. I mean, well, so what you're saying is they're going to, they ask him to do it so that they can give some kind of uh, some kind of career stability that's assurances to the person who's yeah. coming in afterwards. Yeah, well, that's why it works better to have someone coming in from within your own club yeah, anyway. I mean, this, this is a guy that was only playing Reggie's anyway. Yep. And he and you know what? He may not even he may not ever take the field for you. Yeah. I mean, he's really just filling the thirty. Yeah. He's yeah, and he doesn't necessarily have to be in top seventeen. That's it. And I think that, that yeah, that's I think the issue under yeah. injury. That's exactly the thing. It's not yeah. you need another first grader. It's you need yeah. to fill your thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Under rape, it appears to be. Well, we need somebody of, you know, equal value and talent. And so, and and so, so we shall provide you with the uh, dispensation equal to the money of that highly paid rapist, rapist, alleged rapist, okay. currently, currently unconvicted uh, and untried, yet pending. <laughs> Fucking what a week in news. Recaps, uh, Panthers 16 defeated the Eels 10 at uh, Wankbest, just over 16,000 in attendance. The Panthers tries to Tim Grant, Nathan Cleary, uh, Cleary with a couple of goals and uh, a couple of conversions. The uh, Eels 10 had a try to Sivo, uh, a couple of penalties to Moses and a conversion. Remarkable performance and display of rugby league. By nobody in this fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> Although, you know, clear I mean, let's face it, we've already spoken about Origin way too much, but you know, by the by the criteria laid down by Kevin Walters in selecting Moses and by the state of origin, Nathan Cleary most certainly did satisfy the uh the the, the main criteria of adequacy. <laughs> he scored a try. What are you about? <laughs> he was uh he he was there. I mean I'll, I'll give him that. He was he was on the field. Yes, he was. <laughs> He certainly did play 80 minutes. He played with a jersey <laughs> with a number on it of- Had football boots jersey on. Socks. He wearing. <laughs> he had his mouth guard in. Yeah. It, um, <laughs> a bit of a nervous start with a good old Edwards special. Yeah. That, I mean, Not- he, he's shot confidence-wise. 
It, the and, young lad. And it's odd because he, he burst onto the scene late 17. Yep. And, and he was fucking untouchable. Yeah. He was fantastic. He was it, the future. Well, it was Moylan who. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and then he, he came there and he had the horrible injury last year. And, yep. And he was again, killing it before mm-hmm. that. It, yep. This year, yeah, for some reason. But, um, maybe they've got Josh Mansour running their recovery classes. Well, you know, Mansour, same situation though. I mean, terrible injury. That's what I'm saying. Mansour's, yeah. Mansour's doing rehab out there. Yeah. Just, there's something in there. I think it's just unfortunate two guys, you know, got, got cut down by injuries and then don't have the don't have the confidence, you know, after coming back from it. It can happen. There was a, a, a little bit of the frustrating Penrith in this one. Less, I must say, much less than what we've seen recently where where they get in and they really get themselves into a rhythm, particularly defensively, uh, and put in a a fantastic kick. The chase is good. It's one of those sets where they're pinning the opposition down in the 20, and then all of a sudden they're giving away fourth tackle penalties. Um, The the, the other way in attack, they're putting on set after set and building pressure and building pressure, and then all of a sudden... Give a relieving penalty to let them out of their end. It's yeah. Thing. One thing I did notice here, and I, I don't know whether this is a new thing, um, or whether I'm just being fucking tinfoil hatty, but people pretending like they've got leg injuries to avoid having to go off for an HIA. <laughs> I don't know if that's in, a thing. I saw it three times with Parramatta players in this one where they got cracked in the head. And they ended up on their haunches, like grasping at their leg, <laughs> thing, and the trainer sort of came on and like did that cursory like press, press, but not how they really would if it was a sore leg. Yeah, I yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, because usually, usually when a player's down, staying down, it's either because it is something like a, a re- mm. legitimate leg injury or. They're trying to milk it, in which case the the gig's up because it's yeah, not head highest, you know, that's it. thing, you know. Um, and Mansour, I thought, was better bringing the ball out of our own end this week. But still so far off the mark in attack. Yeah. Like and it's not like he's played his football elsewhere and all of a sudden the wing's new to him and he's still learning yeah. position. It's the same thing as it was for every other year of his- There were about three... T- three times where there were genuine chances on and he was, you know, in line with or, you know, fucking arguably in front of yeah. the centre and and just not, you know, I don't know whether that's, does he not trust his pace anymore? Does he... He feels very fucking slow though, it, comparatively. Yeah. Look, he was, he was never a speed demon. No. You know, he's... But he was fast enough and, you know, bulky enough to kind of truck people and... Yeah, you know. that's it. Now, I mean, the bulk is still there. Yeah. He's got, he's got a fucking, he's got an ass like, like fucking Nicki Minaj. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> how about the heel turn from fucking DWZ? We didn't fucking talk about that. Now, apparently, apparently, apparently they say <laughs> it has been said <laughs> by them <laughs> that... Uh, Ever since he was uh, given the Kiwi captaincy, which was funny, it was like that's a fact that I I'd, I'd actually forgotten about, about. It was that long ago. I mean, like you know, what a last season. Yeah, 
He's become a bit fucking big for his boots. Prima donna. Yeah. Yes. A bit aloof and, uh, yeah, hard to get along with. I'm king of the Nebrews. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's the, he does, he, the, this, this Nebrew is, is, is not becoming a, a good friend. I'm taller than Edmund Hillary. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's just interesting because, I mean, he, you know, obviously he's going through a situation at the moment where, you know, He's dumped and, you know, resentful of that. And it looks like he's most certainly going to be shopped elsewhere. Well, he, and presumably he, someone that'll won't pay the full freight and, you know, a bit of it will- He's asked for a release to join Parramatta. Hmm. Now, whether that's an immediate release- Apparently there's several clubs, though, that are circling if the opportunity to- Fucking better for us. Yeah, great for you. Oh, well, well, yeah, but at the end of the day, I still think it's going to be- There's a certain price that people are going to pay for it. And then there's going to be a certain amount that you're going to have to pay- if, on yeah, but if, if there's more clubs, yeah, it obviously and, drives the and let's the say yeah, yeah, let's say it's fifty grand, yeah, fucking great, yeah, yeah, yeah. better than a punch in the dick, yeah, but, um, yeah, look, I, I can put up with a lot, um, you know, and and under Gus's watch, Penrith was never a club that kept people for more money, yeah, you know the the times that. That people ask for releases, and however, this is not a money. Ma- this is not a matter of money. It's not, and that's what yeah. gets me. Is okay. DWZ is the New Zealand captain. Mm-hmm. That's fair enough. But your form on the field hasn't warranted yeah. any sort of special treatment. You know, and quite frankly, I don't give a fuck who the New Zealand captain is, yep. unless you're performing out of your fucking boots at your club. Yep. I mean, you're getting the captaincy of the of, of New Zealand is like you know this year you know getting the the, the fourteen jersey for Queensland State of Origin side. Let's yeah, pretty real. much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a girl it's, on Instagram. It's like, fuck, foreign shit. Benji's old. <laughs> um, um. <laughs> DWZ, he's in the team. <laughs> hey, Brew. <laughs> Want to be Kitten Brew? <laughs> 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 oh, suck. <laughs> suck, I'd love to be the captain. <laughs> oh, that's my favourite film, bro. I'll give it my beast. <laughs> the one where the guy from Bug says, I'm the, so goes, I'm the captain. <laughs> I'll pretend I'm that guy all the time. <laughs> I'll say our accent work is fucking stellar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Seriously, what can't we do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um, look, I, I don't, I don't even feel the DWZ. You know, bled for the club, and I'm not trying to talk him down. You know, he's he's had some great performances and and done some great things. But yeah, if if you're not happy there and you think you're worth more money because you're the New Zealand captain, and you're fucking chucking your lollies out because you've been dropped yeah. or you. Even worse, still, you're not playing fullback. Yep. Fair enough, then. You know, take take that elsewhere. All the best to you. And the thing is, the way that the fucking Edwards has employed at times this year, you can't say you haven't had your fucking chances either. Exactly. I mean, he's had an ample opportunity yes. to nail that fucking spot down. Yep. And the, and just just thinking about this year, um, I even think, fuck, who was that? Was that against the Sharks? Where he... Decided to fucking stand up for Malarkey and yeah, it was where he had that late hit on oh, whoever pushed, it was. Pushed um Chad. Yep. 
you know. And that was so the turning point of the game, really. That was in that was yeah. in possession. So giving yeah. away a penalty like that in possession, yeah, you know, because someone fucking pushes Malaki. Because you had a sizable lead at that stage, and that was yeah. the turning point of the game exactly. where they came through. Yeah, exactly. So um, that and and again, not that much safer under a high ball than like I've, I don't feel that much better when DWZ's catching them than when Edwards is. Yeah. You know, um, fucking fearless the way he runs the ball back. Mm-hmm. And I do fucking love that in a fullback. Um, cost the game, though. Yeah. Wong yep. and Blake out. Yeah. It's- well, I mean, you know, if you got to pay a price for something, I mean, that's like, you know, 350 right <laughs> 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 I mean, it's not like fucking Nathan Cleary broke his neck. No, <laughs> like, that's a cost. Um <laughs> Yeah. Michael Blake's yeah, like, oh, that fucking guy. Is that fucking guy's not going to be there? <laughs> yeah. The, the other the other thing that I'd like Penrith to do is learn what what kick out can and can't do, and when it is and isn't effective in going to him. Mm. It it it's really just becoming very predictable rugby league. Um, it's yeah, fuck. you know. But, you know, they, win. They, exactly, they found a way to win. Yep. Shana, might as well install a row of pokies by the bar because this is Penrith's house now. Fuck yeah. Uh, Super Grover, uh, I smell toast. Or I'm having a stroke after watching that cripple fight. Probably both, knowing the way you live your life. Maybe it's all the fucking fumes you're inhaling from your fucking I'm watching the inbred little- bogan-mobile... Weekend away as you take. <laughs> uh, Adam Brightman. The problem with Bankwest Stadium is that it promotes the fantasy that Para are a serious team that have major expectation. It's a house of mirrors. <laughs> and uh, LD Council Creeper. Um, how shit have Para become if they're losing to Cleary's band of broken bus mechanics? Maybe they should have kept BA on one round contracts exclusively. He's got hashtag AIDS bowl. <laughs> Jeez. It was pretty bad though. <laughs> I mean, AIDS bowl though. I mean, you know, there was uh, another one of those in New Zealand this weekend. Yes. Um, the uh, mighty Manly Seagulls, 18 to feed the Gold Coast Titans, 36. <laughs> uh, pub slot, uh, Friday night slot. Um, the Titans had a hat trick to Copley, uh, Brimson, uh, Tyron Roberts of tries, Bryce Cartwright and Taylor, four of seven conversions. Uh, Manly's tries two, Tofua, Garrick, Parker, and uh, Garrick, three of three conversions. Mm. This one, the I mean, Manly had a lead early, but they, they, they were never, not for fucking one minute in this game, were they ever in this game, like actually in the flow of the game. I mean, the tries that they scored were both from like... 80, 90 metres, like, you know, Titans attacking and then they just drop the ball dead, you know, or something and, a, you know, guy pick it up and manage to find a break and, you know, Dylan Walker found a break and offload the Garrick or whatever. Um, and the Titans, like, in the, the forwards, the Titans were, sort of, they were all over the running of the game. And, I mean, like, the difference in the game in terms of the scoreline was just there was the three fucking arsey tries that the Titans scored that just, you know, they come off one in every fucking 10 times and, you know, they just happen to land and come off this time. But there's yeah. no question that they were certainly like, you know, they were certainly, I mean, I don't really get into the whole, you know, deserve, you know, this team, you know, d- deserves to win sort of thing. But they were the team, they deserve to win the game, you know, despite that. Um, 
really, I mean, it was Tyrone Roberts' show. I mean, Copley, like two of his two of his three tries were, were fucking were fucking ass. And I mean, like you know, well played by him that you know the 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 pendulum of ass swung in his favour and <laughs> and you know he put himself there to you know to whatever to capitalise on it or whatever. But um, it was really it was just a, the Tyrone it was the, the, the Tyrone Roberts show and it was the the Dylan Walker shooting out of the line and um and not sticking to the fucking plan that everyone else has been doing in his absence show. Um, I, f- yeah. I feel like there was three, three arsy Titans tries and then there were three other tries. And I'm not sure if the arse, any of them were the arsy ones, if they, if there was a Venn diagram where they crossed over, yeah, the- but there were three tries where that fuck we just shot out and just ma- basically made the gap that, uh, that ultimately had yeah. the try scored. It, it effectively was handling in possession. Oh, fucking hot, you know? awful fucking handling. And I mean, you know, and and they've you know they've managed to you know have great goal line defence you know throughout the the season so far, which can certainly cover up a lot of you know dumb fucking drop ball in your own end and stuff like that. But this time they did not fucking did not cover it up at all, and yeah. it was laid bare for all to see. Like you know, just what happens when you just give the team another team the ball for the entire fucking second half, essentially. Mm. Um, Brad Parker with a broken jaw. It makes me wonder fucking when they're putting old J-Moz into origin side, realistically, how far away or how far down the list was Brad Parker if he hadn't broken his jaw? <laughs> I dare say that if they're picking fucking J-Moz, he might have been in the conversation. <laughs> That's how bad we, our, our center stocks were, I think. <laughs> Which would have been hilarious. I mean, especially after some of the shit that fucking rang has copped in <laughs> from his own fan base in the early rounds of the season. <laughs> But um, yeah, it's just shameful guy because I mean, he has he has come um he has come good in a big way. I mean, he's been very solid in defence and uh, and yeah, decent in attack and uh, scored a try after he bro- had his jaw broken. So uh, credit to that tough little red nut. Um, oh, I don't really have much to say about it. It was fucking dis- dis- disappointing. Um, big uh, fucking wake up call. And I guess it you know it basically comes down to um. Now it'd be it'd be great to see like how they how they respond if that's going to be you know the yeah. opportunity to get fucking reamed, which it probably which I mean it no doubt will be, but then you know how they turn around the you know the next week because um yeah in terms of like possession I mean I haven't looked at the stats but I mean I feel like in terms of like you know errors and stuff like that it it didn't feel that much worse than you know it was worse but it wasn't that much worse than they have it, been you know it was or, the, or, it, sorry I was say it was close I mean they certainly the penalties were, were massively uh, massively the, against them the issue was the Titans completed at 89% yep and Manly completed at 69 yep so in essence whereas they had 40 complete sets Manly only had 24 yeah which so it's essentially nuts. half the yeah. opportunity yeah you know and, and that reflected pretty well yep Yep. In the end, score. Um, Manly had thirteen errors to seven. Um, the Titans were pretty disciplined in terms of their penalties as well. They only gave oh, they away got, five. Yeah, they got so fucking. Yeah, they and they got every fifty-fifty and fucking everything. I mean, there was there was a run of penalties that they got in the second half. It was like fucking six or something in a row, which is crazy. I don't remember who the referee was, but it wouldn't surprise me. It was fucking Chechen. Um. <laughs> And, uh, and it was funny oh, to see hang the- on. Uh, 44's calling me. No, it's for you. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't blame the ref at all. I'm blaming. I was saying there's, uh, you know, I, I was it Chechen. Oh, in, in your honour, Jakey T made 44 tackles. Good on you, lad. Yeah. You're a good lad. That's it. Um, well, it's funny. There's the social media fucking 
outrage mobile that we that we've seen to have in like the last you know it's not just this year it's you know like just in in the world over the last like i don't know well how long you reckon how long how long has cancel culture been going in full swing a couple of years two years three yeah, years yeah yeah well they tried to cancel fucking joel thompson because the ca- because the camera um caught there was a situation there where i believe it was hip grave uh was close to scoring he was a couple of meters out marty to um tackled him and then as he was going down like another player to sort of you know like the second a secondary player to sort of is just standing between the try line and, and that player just to stop them from making any more progress while the other guy's sort of affecting the tackle and um and he's he's dropped down and he's like literally thrown his head back on the ground like oh my god i've been savagely fucking coat hanging or whatever yeah. and then they show the replay and he doesn't even get touched on the head anywhere by anybody and so thompson's just you know Fuck you, cunt! And then he's like, yeah, and then he's yelling, yeah, he's, he's fucking faking it. And then everyone's gone. Oh, he said, fuck. He 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 said he called him a fucking faggot. Oh god, Jesus! So hang on, Christ. is faking it what you think he said, or has he come out and said that's what he said? He come out, he come out and said it, but that's what I I I said that he said that before the game had finished, and then he came out afterwards and said that that's what he said, and just the the. The sheer stupidity of people to think that when you've got a gay referee standing fucking three meters away from a player, if he were to yell out, you fucking faggot at somebody, do you really think that anything that would have stopped there and that there wouldn't have been any on-field action immediately? I think you're giving a lot of credit and thinking like a rational person. Well, no, yeah, no, I am. But I mean, there are, there are people and I mean, some people with 44s in their handles and not the ones you think either. Just some little diminutive little fucking... Diminutive little people, forty fours. The most of the most support teams based in based in the same land of fucking Frodo and Samwise Gamgee, <laughs> who were absolutely insistent. I, I can't find who the ref was. It was Chechen. Was it? I'm so I'm, I'm asking you the question when I know the answer. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's go. what. And which is why. Which is why it's. I mean, if it had been some someone else, I mean, you go well. I don't know, I guess, but so, I mean... So, basically, what he's done mm. is the rugby league equivalent of, I said, puck you, miss. Yeah, except if he had have said the other thing, he would have been saying it from me to you away from uh, the openly gay referee who would have... Uh, eh. He would who would not have shrugged. Cancel, cancel Joel Thompson. Yeah. No, no place in that. And, uh, and, yeah, and, like, honestly, I can say, I can confidently say... Fuck you. That no matter no matter what Joel Thompson said, he was a hundred percent right about the recipients of the barbs <laughs> and the fan base and uh, and anyone on Twitter who who wants to fucking uh, seek otherwise. Uh, Life is a thigh day. Uh, I can't believe Channel Nine would televise Tyrone Roberts doing such awful sexual acts on those manly children. I know, right? It's disgusting. Mm. I didn't have time to circle back through Facebook today because I was running a bit late with work. But um, the night's thirty eight. This this is a game I've been dreading to fucking just because the Newcastle fans are so fucking annoying now. They're definitely the Sharks. Sorry, Sharks fans. You have been cucked on social media this year by the Newcastle fan base who have now taken your crown. Yes. And I'm not wanting I'm not trying to incite any any riots on the beaches like, here. Cronulla, you are the fucking Toos's head. The Newcastle's Adam McDougal's boot. up fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, you you basically. And that's an accurate analogy because people well, now the knights the knights fans, fans are as popular as two viewers. The knights fans are are, are brewing up the man shakes, <laughs> and the sharks fan base are slurping them down. <laughs> um, <laughs> knights thirty eight to feed the Roosters twelve <laughs> up there in Newcastle crowd of just a tick under twenty six thousand. Knights thirty eight tries to Ponga Hunt. Pierce, Watson, Edric Lee. Then we had um, four conversions to Ponga and uh, one to Mitch Barnett and uh, three penalty goals to Ponga and one to Mitch Barnett. Um, they certainly didn't get their fucking... It was a bit of a rugby union compilation of a score there. Uh, the Roosters 12 tries to Tedesco and SST. Latrell Mitchell, two of two conversions. This one, super coach Trent Robinson uh, came out with the idea that he was going to rest Cooper Cronk for this game. And wow, what a fucking backfire. I mean, sure, he, he couldn't have looked into a crystal ball and foreseen that Kiri was going to, you know, yeah. get yoed off the field. But they had, at that point, they were fucking, <laughs> they were without fucking yeah. options. And uh, the and- Knights, you know, the Knights took full opportunity and Mitchell Pierce once again ran ran the show to the level where I, th- I, I can say now that the decision's been made. But I mean, he probably would have been the, the best... You know, if you were picking strictly on form at the moment going into Origin, you'd probably say he'd be, he'd be the best option for New South Wales halfback. I dare say. But the decision's been made now, so he can't hurt us anymore. But <laughs> in, a, in an alternate universe, if you were picking on form. Yeah, but you also, with Pierce, you know what you get. You know that at club level, he'll yeah. do these things. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and he's had he's had stretches and seasons like this for for East as well. Yeah, and it's it's and, like, and in years when he played Origin and failed know, miserably. Did you ever have you know you walking back from school and there was like you know a house with a dog and the dog would be friendly and it'd just sort of jog up and walk alongside the fence with you, but if you ever put your hand over that fence, you know the the dog just seemed to <laughs> yeah, change. Yeah. Sooner or later, you learnt don't put your hand over the fence. <laughs> like, <laughs> um. Yeah, the uh, the Saifidi hit like it, it was opportunistic. It was it looked gross, but it was a fair hit. Mm-hmm. It was not- speaking of fair hits. Got <laughs> <laughs> to tell you, before I watched this game, I watched this one on replay. Yeah, um, I listened to it in the car. Yeah, and I was out. And I didn't have good ABC reception. Yep. So I put on the uh, KO app. Yep. And just played that through the car. Yep. Fuck me, Danny Badiris is a punish of a commentator. Yeah. He like it. It was almost. It was worse than you know in American sports how you have like local broadcasters. Yep. And yep. I don't know if you get on the pirate streams or whatever, but you you get on fucking local streams of a, a game and it'd be like you know you commentating a manly game yeah yeah <laughs> well i actually i actually love that about um about nfl um and when i when i'm not uh, done a chance to watch a game or if i'm driving or whatever i will listen to um it's like yeah you know, for the atlanta falcons they got like the falcons radio network and they got these commentators and they're on and they basically do they, they, they cover every Atlanta Falcons game yeah. you know, from the Falcons. And then you've got the ones, occasionally, you know, you get the other side of the coin. You're like, fuck these cunts are, you know, I can't stand it. It's yeah, all one it's side. Terrible. And I mean, like, and, but I mean, you know, this is a different situation what you're talking about, obviously, because these are professional broadcasts and there's still a level yeah. there. But, um, but yeah. But 
you know, this when- has always been this has always been an issue though with like former players calling oh. games in which they're. I mean, there are some guys that get I, the further they get removed from it, they kind of do seem to. I don't think it's as rampant as people think. Um, I don't think Fatty and Sturlow were ever too biased. Oh, I mean, if, if Fatty in a fucking state of origin call. I don't know. Maybe I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I feel as if Sterlo. Yes, I don't feel. I don't feel like Sterlo was ever well, I, anything other I than straight down. I feel as if line. they almost, and even Gus. I feel that Gus went to I the other he, extreme. Yeah, I, I think he did too. But I mean, Queenslanders to, will never admit that. No, but I think that he did as well because just even to try and uh, completely remove the perception of yeah, but yeah, that's it. I feel he did go the other way as well. Um, yeah. but fucking hell, when when letters annihilated fucking Pongy. Mm-hmm. Like, Badaris was like, it, it was just that wanker. Oh, Newcastle players rushing in. Oh, but they've got no choice. I've got to protect the player. Oh, I wonder if he carried on that much when when uh, when Mark Hughes KO'd that chick. Yeah, true. I'm I'm willing to bet that he did not. No, carry and, on that much. And probably had a much better view from much closer. Uh, yes, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Um, but you know, oh, you can tell that. That Maria Hargraves just wanted to rough up that. I think he used the phrase "poor little kid." And look, you know what? It, That's a hundred percent right. He did, but once again, I'm not, I'm not. I'm watching with zero volume. Yeah. And so, and I'm so I've got I've got two two things there. I'm watching the Twitter fucking blow up outrage, and then I'm watching the replays where it didn't look like it went high at all, and like, and I mean, he gave him some business. He did, but that's but the it, business is the props are always giving people the business. It was late that and uh, look, I want to say JWH had to. I want to say it's late-ish. He but <laughs> he had to do the little. If he'd have carried on with his trajectory at his pace, yeah, yeah, he would have missed him completely. So he had to do the little two-step, yeah, <laughs> to line him up again <laughs> before he laid him out. Um, big. Big man on little man, you know, yeah. trying to be an enforcer, whatever it is. Uh, but, yeah, I, and I fucking love Danny Badiris. I loved him as a player. I, I loved, loved him, him in State, State of Origin. Origin yeah. Fucking hell. You're off him. I'm off, he's worse than Michael at least Michael Ennis, because yeah. I've listened to him commentate yeah. in the car as well. Yeah. He, he gives some nice little insight and some good analysis. Mm-hmm. Badaris wanked off Ponga for fucking 60 minutes. <laughs> yeah. It, that's all it was. You know, yep. it was talking about the culture at Newcastle. Yep. So. Um, but, you know, the, the uh, Knights most certainly uh, took took advantage of the good fortune that came their way in this game. Mm-hmm. And they certainly had a, uh, a sizable win. And um, the Roosters look still looking a little bit lost at the moment. I mean, look, you know, they had no halves in this game, uh, you know, after a point. But still, just in general, there is definitely a, there's there's definitely a cloud over them the last couple of weeks yeah. where they are not the side that they were. Then they're, they're not a, like two. There's only two or three weeks ago. They're fucking smashing everybody. They don't pub. have that Bellamy coached baseline that the Storm have. Yes, know? most definitely. Um, and yeah, you, know, you again, you you look at their tries. You know that. The Teddy try was a, an opportunistic quick tap. Quick tap one, yep. Yeah. Uh, it, it really wasn't anything, and, you know, obviously they've got no halves. It's hard to create anything when, when you've got nobody actually creating. But 
the Knights were in one of those moods and when you're playing with the level of energy they have and when you're playing with the consistency and respect for the football, mm-hmm. they're those nights where even your your crappier plays just tend to turn into magic yep. on their own. Like, yep. you know, the Pierce put put a kick in and and it, it wasn't a bad kick by any stretch of the imagination, but it wasn't a great one. Yep. Uh, but it took this nice deflection off a Roosters player's boot and all of a sudden they're competing for a try in the end goal. It, it was one of those nights. Um by the end of it, it just felt like they were camped on the Roosters' line for, for absolute ages um, before the period where Mitchell Pearce scored his try. Yep. And then the Roosters were just trying to play way too much catch-up football and they were dropping ball and making silly mistakes, so they were never going to get back in it. And, and when you talk about uh, stuff coming off for the Knights all game, I mean, when, when Mitchell Barnett can kick a, a sideline... <laughs> that says it all um, Deformo 96 Even with the refs not on our side We still got up and smashed them Cummins is a dead set belly And did everything in his might to help the Chooks But the Chooks had nothing in reply Uncle Nick won't be happy That's what makes it all the sweeter uh, That's the sort of shit you got to cut out Yes You need to cut that shit right out <laughs> When you win football games You don't mention the refs Yes uh, Big Dan, uh, is, there, is there nothing better than a win over the Roosters? Watching the, lo- the Roosters lose like that to the Mighty Knights. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Uh, I'm just seeing what else he's got. Oh, my God, you got some fucking terrible hashtags in there, sir. You can fuck yourself. I'm not reading those. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think they're all like um, branded, you know, ones that the Knights social media probably pushes out oh, as well. So I'm, I'm fucking yeah. run through those. Yeah, I'll run through them. Uh, JR underscore buff. Cronk knew in every sinew of his body what was going to happen to the Roosters against the Knights. I don't think it was his decision, was it? Uh, the Cowboys 22 defeated the Raiders 16 down in Canberra. GIO just over 14,500 in attendance. The Cowboys 22 tries to uh, Tom Apachik, uh, Justin O'Neill, Kyle Felt, Kahu, two or three conversions and three penalty goals. The Raiders 16 tries to Simonson, Oldfield and Harvili. Croker, two of three conversions. Yeah, some uh, discontinued the th- the thread of uh, the shit team beating the good team round, and um, it was just cliches for both the teams. Yeah, like Tom Lolo carries the cows, and mm-hmm. you know with Hodgson out, the Raiders have very little direction and have no runner. So. Yeah, but the, the cows are now. I, I guess I'd always thought this, but you know, this year, but they really are the fucking Aldi Broncos. <laughs> Like there's Kahu and Opacek and Maguire. Yeah, yeah. Anyone I'm missing? Well, you know, it depends how far you want to go yeah, back. I mean, like your Granvilles and, and you know, yeah. so on, you know. It but, depends how much, yeah, how far you want to rewind, but. <laughs> um, it was an odd game. The The end score obviously belies, I think, a lot of the, a lot of the earlier, and I don't want to say mediocrity, but. But the Cowboys just seemed to be doing everything right in attack. Yep. But weren't finishing off. Correct. Um, they had one try disallowed each, and that, that kept things nice and close. But it came down to some, some nice dummy half work from Granville, um, yep. who unfortunately probably left his origin run a bit late. I think he left it probably a week, maybe two, too late, because the yep. last two weeks he's been really good and actually instrumental in the Cowboys' good or, performances. Or was he never going to get it? Because Kevy Walters just seems to want to pick players that can potentially cover somewhere else. 
Yeah, well, you know, he's, potentially. Is being a specialist hooker now a poor thing for Queensland selection? Maybe. Mm. Um, I mean, fuck, a specialist hooker's only worked for them for the last, you know, fucking that's what I'm saying, yeah. decade plus. Not like it's it's actually done something. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they're not trying to get back into it. Canberra, they felt in big patches like they were building and, and like they were a about to to really inject themselves and, and get back in the game but but there was never really the final piece to the sets yeah uh, and then I think that was just exacerbated by having their hooker off um, the, the cows defense was much better than it has been as well I think that's what actually got them through you know they're, they're gonna get w- whatever try it is you know felt's gonna score one of his fucking yep Super duper air tries and mm-hmm. um, these things are just going to happen for the Cowboys, but their defense was much better than it has been. Uh, yeah, and I mean, and the, the Raiders had plenty of time left to uh, to you know. I mean, it was what twenty sixteen there for almost the last twenty seconds of the twenty minutes of the game. Yep, and just to just to really illustrate how little the Raiders could muster. I mean, the Cowboys defended well, but I just don't, I just don't feel like they had to really. There wasn't that much they had to contain. Yeah. The uh, egg, oh, the council creeper. Canberra in Canberra, more like cucked in Canberra. Get that up, yeah. Hashtag two in a row. Hashtag undefeated asterisk. Is that the name of your sex tape? <laughs> cucked in Canberra. Uh, the Broncos, eight, defeat the Warriors, two at Mount Smart in front of a crowd of a fucking disappointed crowd <laughs> of uh, just under 17,500. The Broncos had a try to Milford uh, conversion to Osako and a penalty to Osako. Uh, the Warriors. And uh, a penalty to uh, Herbert. This game was fucking frustrating as hell to watch as a as a fan of the sport of rugby league. Locked up at two all to see the Warriors just have Throw set after fucking set after set, doing everything right to get up to the kind of red zone, and then having these clueless fucking attacking sets on the yeah. line, usually making you know some kind of dumb fucking mistake. Um, Blake Green, he certainly tried his best. This is the thing, though. The, this game or the the attacking mm-hmm. prowess of the Warriors yep. is exactly the sort of thing that needs Sucker Cheetah's dick as its soundtrack. Yeah. It, it was just ineffective, boppy fucking shit. Yeah. Um, I am a, a Herbert fan, though. Yeah. Out of all the, uh, he's my revelation. Oh, and look, you know, Blake Green played fucking fantastic. The Warriors, the thing about the Warriors is they played amazingly well between the twenty meter lines. Yeah, like they fucking rolled down the field easily. Their forwards were going great. Blake Green, I mean, he when he was kicking from his own end and stuff. I mean, he was yep. fantastic. Everything was great. How did he not come into the Origin selection? Remember, was it last yeah, year? That's true. Was and it I, last and year I could, was- I would, yeah, and I could absolutely co-sign him being. Yeah. I mean, because let me tell you, when you when you need a guy that you know got the kicking game to get you out of the shit, and you know, and pin the teams down, and the minerals uh-huh. to do it in tough conditions. Yep. 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 No, you're right. Maybe I think that's probably just the the New Zealand curse over like out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. yeah. Ah. Um, and then for the and for the the Warriors to defend, you know, reasonably well for the entire game, uh, and then after a sustained period of attack, to fucking just let fucking Milford stroll through it, as yeah. if he was. As if he was the, you know, the the zippy fullback Milford of the, the past. 
Yeah. Disappointing. Disappointing for the Warriors. Frustrating game for people to watch just because there was so much build-up and so little action when it counted in this game. But uh, result-wise, fucking the Warriors, I mean, they, had, they had enough possession and, and position to win this game four or five times over. Yeah. And I just couldn't get it done. Anything to add? No, I said it uh, hurt my eyes. Yep. Um, LVO5, even after splitting them up, Cody and Milf are still the two shittest halves on the field. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tremendous. Uh, the Rabbits 32 defeat the Tigers 16 at ANZ, crowded just over 18,000. The Rabbits 32 tries to Reynolds, a double to Murray. Uh, Cook and Knight also with tries. Uh, Reynolds, two of two conversions. Gay Guy, three of three. Uh, Reynolds with the penalty goal. Tigers, 16, tries to Thompson, Masters, and Benji. And Masters, two of three conversions. Yeah, South Sydney definitely looked to, uh, to be, I guess, getting into their groove. They had a little bit of a dip. First 15 minutes of this game they did, that's well, for sure. a while. Um, they really just do seem to be complete across the park in terms of where their strength comes from. There's not really a massive weak spot anywhere around them. And they they haven't... We're talking about, you know, New South Wales for sacrificing uh, size for for speed. Yeah. They've got a really good mix of it. Yeah. Right across the park as well. You know, so depending on what happens in the game, I think Bennett's very fortunate in, in how he can use his bench rotations... To really get in, um, West West just didn't seem to be in into the physical contest in this. They match. did they did a, a great job it's, of getting back into this game though when they were it, it, that score could have been anything. I mean, like South was looking like racing the clock, you know, early early on, like yeah. the first sort of fifteen minutes, and uh, but they they managed to turn it around and you know get you know claw at least you know certainly arrest the momentum and claw their way back into the game by half time. Mm. The second half, a lot of refs faulting mm-hmm. is what I saw. And uh, that was the main takeaway I had from this game. Once again, watching with no volume, didn't really have that much uh, of an issue with it. I mean, for me, rather than, you know, blaming the referees, I would have just thought that that period, you know, just before and after half time, where they uh, went to sleep and let's see our score, you know, a couple of tries. Uh, to you know, but really push it out. I, w- I would have thought that might have been more of the issue, but um, you get a situation where South lose Reynolds. Yep. And previously that would have been catastrophic. Yes. For South Sydney, they drop them out of this game, and and really, you know, oh yeah, okay, they're not as organised, and and things aren't as fluid in attack. But like I said before, Wests fought back into the game, but I really don't think they were ever there for the physical yeah. encounter. And South just muscled through them. Yep. Um, I don't have anything else to add about that one. Yeah, no. uh, Twill Magician, great game, and I think the right team won, but a big hug and love to the biggest Tiger and, of course, Real Dad. Love those boys regardless of footy. P.S. Fuck Cam Smith just because. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Do you fucking think that we actually, like, hate people in real life because of footy? I should hope they do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's... I, yeah. That's soft. 
It's like professing your love. Everyone knows that everyone loves everyone. Shit like that got you kicked out of the league. Yeah. And deserves to have you kicked out again. Yeah, or well, not even admitted, not, not, not readmitted. I'll fucking die on that. I'll die on that hill. <laughs> Put it on my fucking graves, my gravestone. <laughs> <laughs> Fucks out, Sydney. <laughs> kicks, kicks out, out again. <laughs> Sharky Day 44. Could say Souths were kissed on the dick a lot tonight by the refs. And uh, very appropriate to have a 44 on your handle, oh, mate. Really, Dave? Yep. He's a, he, he, he had some, he had his fucking moments on Twitter this weekend. Oh, Sharky Day 44. All of them 44? Oh, he was, he was leading the fucking Joel Thompson, you know, hates, hates gay people train. He was, he was the conductor of that one, of that particular vehicle. Yeah. And, uh, and then he's on the, you know, South, South, you know, beat the Tigers thanks to the refs. He was on that fucking, he was the driver of that train. Yeah. Wow. Yep. So, the Storm 28 defeated the Dogs 6 at Belmore. Crowd just over 13,000. Storm double two, the Fox. Will Chambers and uh, Nelson Asofa Solomon also with tries. Cameron Smith, two of three conversions uh, and three penalty goals. Pappenhausen got a, a conversion as well. And the Dogs had a try to Suaso Sue and a conversion to Reese Martin. Different outcome than the last time these two teams met. Remember, that was the. Uh the, oh my god, the Bulldogs might be good. Yeah, this game. one though they did they did uh, keep this game a lot closer than the final scoreline for a very long time. Yep, um, they do they do seem to have the ability to uh, suffocate the storm to you know somewhat for large periods. But in this occasion, the storm you know managed to break away. Yeah, that's it. Well, you know, not well before the end, but you know significantly further away from the end than they did last time. Yeah, and I, I like what Bellamy's doing this year with his forwards as well. Yep. Like, I think Asafa Solomon is playing a much simpler game. Um, he's just causing massive fucking problems and compressing defences just by being on the field. Yep. Uh, and as, as he fucking should. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. if you've got Andre the Giant in your side <laughs> that can I? actually, that can run and and isn't a, isn't a total cat. Yeah. I mean, you know, he 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 should he's doing exactly what he should be at the moment, hundred percent. And then you've got on the other side Ado Car. Yeah, it, it's where I think a lot of teams there's there's so much focus put on, okay, game plan and execute your game plan and do this, but there's not enough space left for them to be flexible, or I don't know if they're not going with a plan B. Yeah, I don't know if it's the coaches up in the box who don't call a fucking plan B when plan A is obviously not working. Yeah. But when you've got somebody who's as dangerous as that O'Carr, you know, and, and I know that there's the, the new in strategy is to to kick to the dangerous players to then control them with your chase yep. so they're not hurting you on tackle two. Yep. Yeah. Okay, maybe. But but perhaps you want Addo Carr to be on tackle two when you've got a little bit more of a set defensive line. Yeah, and also, it, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, it's even, doesn't matter how good the player is, I mean, the, the chances of them hurting you on tackle one and tackle two, but tackle one, provided if you, you've you got a, a decent chase. Yes. It's very low anyway. I mean, they're mostly going to, he's mostly going to hurt you on tackle three on the set they start on your 40. Yeah. And, you know, in attack. I mean, mm. 
But yeah, it it ended exactly as as everyone thought it would. In, yeah, in Tipocalypse Round Mark Two. Yeah, <laughs> this was a this was a tip that everyone banked. Yeah, this was the one out of eight. <laughs> yeah. I ended up getting three. Fucking surprisingly, um, I thought yes. I, I thought I could get fucking zero, but I, uh, I did okay, but only because I backed Penrith. I think I got yeah. I think I, I, I obviously got the Souths one. Uh, I think I got the Broncos and uh, Storm are probably the ones yeah. I got. Um, of course, because you know I'm, I don't give a fuck about a tipping enough to look at the teams an hour before they run out and go, oh, yeah, look, Trent Robertson's bench fucking Cooper Cronk. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what the strategy was there. Yeah, he's trying to do the, the Craig Bellamy resting guys thing, but uh, I don't think it's- Disrespect. A, yeah, disrespect. Uh, GT351 underscore Johns, very flat today. Lethargic and shit game plan to kick the Addo car all day. Just very dumb play. Too much inexperience from this side against a team like the Storm. That won't do it all. Oh, well, on to next week. Hashtag proud to be a bulldog. The uh, Sharks 22 defeat the Dragons 9 win. Uh, just over 14,500 in attendance. Cherry, three tries, a hat trick. Uh, Blake Braley also with a try. Flanagan with one conversion, one penalty goal, and a conversion for Paul Gallen. Uh, McInnes with the Dragons try, Hunt with field goal, and Jai Field with a penalty and conversion. The Sharks uh, didn't look any worse with the return of Moylan. This young kid on debut. Yeah. <laughs> full of energy and pep. He actually he actually looked uh, looked really strong to start the game. Yeah, he did. And, and that's what he brings to a team. Yeah, you know, he he's again one of those players who, who just for the fact of being there, yep, causes worry in opposition defences, and when you add that to the skills that he's got in, in finding what's sometimes an unorthodox pass, to just get the ball away from himself and and put somebody into a gap, yeah, he's he's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful attacking player. Um, then you look at the versatility of the rest of the sharks, you know when. When you got a reshuffle that ends up with fucking was it Capewell going to winger. Yep. And who probably is now like equal chance of getting selected for origin with Moz. Yeah. Could fuck he did a good job. <laughs> like, he played yep. a close to perfect winger's stint yep. out yep. there in both attack and defense. Um The Dragons it, and it's almost a little bit Titans-ish and, and how I see the Titans playing a lot of the time, but it seems to be just some individual fuck-ups that that really kill them. You know, um, I've been critical of young Lomax a couple of times this year, especially in his defensive reads. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he just seems to be to be off in his positioning um, and not taking the guys either side of him into account. Then you also look at Hunt, who, you know, when you got the big moments, that's when you need your half to be making smart choices and executing them properly. Yeah. And and Ben Hunt just seems too many times to get it wrong in the big, big moments. Like we was, you know, St George were on a break and they were going back in and, and scoring a try would have would have realistically put them put them dead set in the driver's seat, but. Hunt comes in after the break and just throws an absolute shithouse pass out of dummy half to Tarek Sims. Fuck, I forget which Sims. 
and kills all the momentum in it. Yeah, but I mean, it, even in the first half, they had that that sequence there, there where they they kicked off the scoring, and then they had all the ball for like ten yeah. minutes or something, and then they had like Aitken come through and drop it, trying to be a fucking hero, trying to get an arm free or whatever yeah. down the right hand side, and then seeing like the next set of six, like Lomax did exactly the same thing, yeah. uh, like Lomax and Aitken had terrible fucking days with the handling down there, where yeah. where which killed. They were way on top of the Sharks at that stage. Mm. I mean, they could have been up, you know, sort of, you know, fucking 16 yep. or something. That's the thing. It's those individual moments. Yeah. And flip that around. I think young Chad, you know, say what you like about him. Um, he's turning into a situationally great half in terms of what he chooses to do with the ball, depending on what's going on around him. Yeah. Um, just ab- absolutely cool under pressure. Uh, he's not flashy or overly creative, but with with what's around him in in the likes of Moylan, etc., he's exactly what the Sharks need. Uh, special K online <laughs> has to get. He has to he has to do it. Uh, is, uh, may every single one of you dragon loving backwards inbred cunts drink the sherry flavored cum from baby Jesus directly via your eyeballs. Forever in our shadow, Saint Merge. P.S. We won the trade, and GT fifty one, whatever his name is, loves cock. Hash hash up up your cunt holes. Oh, nice. Did he? Uh, did he also hashtag that boyfriend of Insta? <laughs> yes. Has- underscore what's hashtag it? love you, Bay. <laughs> oh, there's. Let me tell you, Twitter is the is the medium for for dudes who want to show out and talk talk mad shit. And then then you look on Facebook and. <laughs> I love you so much. The struggles you go through every day inspire me to be a better person. <laughs> yeah, fucking, like today, like for for example, today Levius sends us the things that oh, his missus, you know, got, got the receptacle, you know, broke my broke the little latch thing off my the little stopper off my receptacle, or everything. Oh blah blah, you know, she's a hater. And on Facebook, it's like oh, happy anniversary, like last week or whatever it was. He's just like completely like. <laughs> I tell you, look. When I'm friends with you guys in real life and I fucking see both sides, <laughs> you're not fooling anybody. Yannis, I don't score Mateus. Hang on. Was there malicious receptacle damage? Oh, so she, you know how the thing clips? The She just she just took the thing off the clip. The stopper thing off that clip on the top. I did what with it? Nothing. It's just like, he's like, oh, she broke it. I said, no, just clips in, mate. It's all good. It's okay. And she was like, she's a hater. Check our mentions on the Twill Twitter account, and you shall you shall see everything he sent. Um, okay. You understand, Scott Mateus? Am I the only one who gets the irony that Cronulla only knows how to attack from the right? Oh, no, sir, you're oh. not. That's 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 great gear. And uh, underscore JDHD. Lomax is dead set. Got hands like feet, and not those fancy ponga feet either. Cunt's got hands like flippers. Okay, previews for this week, kicking off on a Thursday game. Well, at least we get it out of the fucking way. Uh, the Panthers take on the Mighty Manly Sea Eagles at Panthers Stadium. Okay, changes to the Panthers' sides. <laughs> this is this is one of those origin fucking frittata rounds, so um, who knows what kind of magical lack of rugby league talent we're going to see in all the games this week. Uh, thank God there's only four of them. Um, so... What we're going to see here, we're going to see Isaiah Yo in the centres. Oh, well, he's probably safer out. He may, he may finish the game. 
Like, I mean, he's not as... Who's the opposite? Uh, well, you know, he could be opposite uh, Dylan Walker. In which case, yeah, if he grabs his hair and flings him to the ground, that might be fucking HIE number fucking 28 for the year. No, Yo's um, got a penis, so Walker would be too scared. Yeah, but he's got some sweet titties as well. <laughs> <laughs> and probably wouldn't remember it in the morning. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that dude's a fucking walking row hypnose. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brent Naden, what can you tell me about him? I've fucking never heard of him. He's obviously some child that's gone. Yeah, <laughs> then you got uh, Brian Toto. What can you tell me about Brian him? Brian Toto. He well, he's played the last couple of weeks. Yeah, um, he seems to be. He, he seems to be um, more well, re- more reliable than a WZ. I was, uh, yeah, well, I was going to say he's, he seems he seems he's uh, certainly much better than his uh, Lebanese friend yes. over over on the opposite edge. Um, has had a very solid debut of first grade. The only negatives you'd, you'd put on him are only because, as you say, he is a fucking child. Yeah. And just doesn't have the physical presence that uh, that other people yeah. do in the team. So. Some halves of halves experience in there with Luai and, uh, and uh, Maloney returning from uh, suspension. Then Luai and Maloney, Maloney played well when yep. Cleary was injured. So. Yep. So that's no, not, you're not, you're not bad off there. Um, obviously, no Blake. you lose. You lose Farah, you lose you lose Blake, um, lose Cleary to Origin duty. Um, otherwise, Grant benched, and uh, Campbell Gallard starts, uh, and that's it. Manly, let's see what we've got. Okay, so Jakey Turbo's gone on uh, Origin duty, so uh, Corey Waddell moves into lock to start, which that's fine. <coughs> okay, so uh, okay, Ruben Garrick is going to replace Brad Parker in the centres. I, I hear Garrick is uh, is more you know a centre anyway. I mean, which is you know which is fine. I mean, he's been done a great job on the wing and fast as fuck out there. So I'm sure he'll acquit himself well in the centres. Um, with uh, Abbas Miski coming in on the wing and uh, Alou Akbar and um, ten yellow per second comes in and need to change. Okay. Oh, and Joel Thompson, the captain. So he's gonna he's gonna hate all all the all the gay people in the in the. The Blue Mountains, at the foot of the mountains. Yeah. <laughs> he broke back Joel. He's going to tell everyone what fucking time it is out there. Um, rewarded for his uh, for his spray last week. Those, and those abilities. natural buttocky protrusions of geographical beauty. <laughs> of Mansour, is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh, the, the Blue Mountains. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what though, this is like this is definitely the useless Lebanese winger cup though, right? Or the, the, the slow Lebanese winger cup <laughs> uh, with the two clones. I mean, I don't think that they'll be facing off on the same side of the field each other, but fuck it, I wish they would because yeah. give me something to be interested in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this. I mean, as far as Manly's concerned, I mean, obviously Jakey Turbo being out is a huge out, but um, you know what? If we if we'd have thought, yeah. We would have started one of those fucking Patreon accounts and the first subscriber bonus would have been that we would have fucking done a live feed commentary of this game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> God, that would have been funny. Uh, yeah, well, let, let me tell you, it'd be better listening, better than listening to the, uh, whoever they're going to throw up on the telecast. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> as... You know, with Manly side, it's like not you know a thousand. I mean, let's face it. I mean, losing losing another one of the the best five players in the side. But 
other than that, I mean, it's not that far away from the side that's that's both smashed the Sharks and fucking lost to the Titans. So who the fuck knows what you're going to get? I mean, what the fuck are Penrith going to do out there in the centres? <laughs> Like I don't, yeah. In, in the back line, because like, is Dylan? Is, are you going to have fucking eggshell Edwards? Or are you going to have eggshell Mansour out there? Or are they going to finally? I mean, because let me tell you, if there's a team that's going to drop enough ball and give a team an, enough of an opportunity to play themselves back into a game, mm. believe me, Manly will fucking oblige. Um, yeah. For I mean, forwards wise, I mean, you know, apart from Jake Turbo, and I feel that his impact is is felt more in defence. Um, as far as like the go forward, you know, portion of the pack, it's pretty much as per it has been, you know, as per full strength. Really, I mean, the, the hooker rotations in there. You got Fenua Blake, you got Tapao. So I mean, there's no reason why the forwards can't get get on top. You know, but LG LG and Custer. I I don't think defence is going to play a large role of this game, and. Players like your Appies yeah. take full advantage of that. Yeah. Um, and then on the other side, look, Maloney's probably the most experienced head. Yeah. I mean, he's been an absolute... Um, yeah, he's had that one good game where it was... Newcastle. Newcastle, the Newcastle game, yeah, where, I mean, where he was amazing. Otherwise, he's definitely, you know, late contract, ready to move on version Maloney. And if we're going on historical things, it's mm-hmm. Manly's turn to win. Oh really? Are we going? We just trade off, do we? Yeah, it's literally that's oh, last fuck, five. Yeah, so. who that's- fuck? Honestly, this is the problem with these origin origin ones. Who fucking knows? I mean, yeah. probably mainly thirteen plus, but I mean, you know, honestly, flip a coin. Uh, the eels take on the rabbits at Wankbest. Okay, so let's see what we're here. Brad Arthur, the super coach, has wielded the fucking banhammer and dropped Timmy Manor, Brad Takarangi. Daniel Alvaro and George Jennings all onto the reserve list. Michael Jennings comes back in at centre, which pushes Ferguson out to the uh, the wing, and uh, Hoffman centre on the other end on the other side. Starting Kane Evans as prop. I mean, you know, I know you want to make a point about Timmy Manor and stuff, but fucking hell, um, was Tim Manor that bad? Look, like, I, I, in perspective of knowing that he is Tim Manor. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he, I don't think so. You know. And let you know. Let's be real. The Belushi effect, and, is- and what, and what, and dropping Tim Manor. I never got the impression, even if, even though Tim Manor isn't being the guy who set the world on fire, I never get the the impression that he's got a poor attitude or he's shirking things. I think he's just Tim Manor. He's he's extracting every every drop of manner out of out yeah. of out of that Tim Manor that he can. That's it. Um, rabbits. Okay, what do we got here for the rabbits? They lost. They've lost Dane Gay Guy. They've lost Walker. They've lost Cook. Uh, they've lost Cameron Murray. <laughs> Uh, Reynolds is back from his uh, what was thought at the time I and mean, could have even been like a fractured you know in his leg uh, so South Sydney of Connor got- Tracy comes in you've got you've got Dwayne he comes uh, comes back into the side as well who who was you know look very I really, good I'd, yeah it's the the hardest thing for me to reconcile in this game I mean given the fact that they've got Reynolds still there the hardest thing to, to reconcile is, and their forward pack is, you know, mostly intact. Well, Ethan Lowe's looking to be a poor man's yo. <laughs> the real problem is no Damien Cook. Yeah. Now, a Parramatta, the type of side, they decide that can exploit that. Man, oh, I don't know what the fuck is going on with Parramatta at the moment. I mean, just when you think they've turned the corner and they're, 
that you know that premiership aspirational side that yeah. they're supposed to be. I, I think the issue with Parramatta has been, you know, a um, their forward pack has hasn't been dominant for large stretches of games. Yeah. Recently. Yep. And and then add add to that that Fergie's had a a, a horror handling run amongst others. Yep. And those two things together have just made it impossible for them to win football games. Yeah. Uh, I'd, yeah. I mean, look at that. Look at the South Sydney back line. And apart from Campbell Graham on the wing and Reynolds, you know, potentially not 100% Reynolds. I mean, it's all shuffled and you guys. Yeah. Really. I mean, and Herodi in there, I guess. But, um,. Fuck, man. Like, I, I, I struggle to tip the Rabbitohs, but... Everything in me says with the amount the Rabbitohs have lost, they yeah. they should not be tippable. Yeah. But I can't tip Parramatta here. And it's, and the only one that I really... Like, Cody Walker, he's, he's fucking killing it. But yeah. the only one that I really think is a loss that's irreparable for the Rabbits is Cook. Yeah. And I just can't... I can't tip Parramatta, but I... I just can't see a path to victory with that back line for the Rabbits. But, I mean, I've got no faith in the Eels at all. Tough one. This is a tough week. Doggies take on the Raiders. Okay, so this one. This is not a tough week. No. Well, you've got, you've got Ogden coming in to replace Napa, and Ogden's been one of their best, really. Yep. So, I mean, that's no problem. Uh, Fatala Mariner comes in on the interchange. Um, is, is it the first time he's he's um playing this season? No, 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 no. Is it? Yeah. I, I don't know if he's, he's been, been injured in, or out of favour. He's though. been in the twenty-one and thereabouts, but I mean, I don't think he's played a lot. Um, at least not that I can recall. But I remember last year. I mean, that was like the only move they had. You know, yeah. like you know, like you got the kick out moves that Penrith do. Yep. I mean, it was the same thing. You know, it was foreign to to Fatala Mariner. The same yeah. thing. Yep. Um, Raiders. Yeah, no, he's played twice this year. Twice, okay. The Raiders, okay, they've got uh, changes galore. Uh, when they've got Kotrick and White and uh, and uh, Papali all off the state of origin, Hodgson's got the broken thumb, so he's gone for a couple of weeks. Um, Caesar comes back into the halves, playing uh, in the six with Sam Williams. And you've got uh, Seb Chris. You've got um, who else? Corey Horsberg, the prop. Um, the name is Louie in the ten. Fuck, it's been a long time since I've seen that name run out on the field to start a game. Yeah. I'm going to tip Canberra here. The Raiders have got a couple of key pieces in place. However, Hodgson is a massive loss. Hodgson is a massive loss. As as, as Cook was for the Rabbits. However, I do feel that the back line and the, and the halves are, are far more settled in the Raiders' lineup, despite any sort of uh, any changes. Kotrick's a big loss too. He's a huge loss. But I just think with the opposition they're going up against. I don't think the Doggies have a fuckload of points in them. No. So if Canberra can at least, if nothing else, just get the baseline of their, their defence right, I feel like the players that they have still, you know, will, will be able to score on the Doggies. And I mean, I don't think they're going to destroy them or anything. Yep. But... You know, Croker can be dangerous yep. to the unsuspecting. You know, lucky for poor old Canberra that they're going into Origin where, you know, um, Leipana would, would usually be out there dominating... Yeah. Reshuffle back lines. Yeah. Um, that sucks. But yeah, no, I, I still, I'm going to tip Canberra. 
Okay, Titans take on the Cowboys. Uh, Titans, uh, they are going to run out with the exact same lineup because they didn't have Jairo last week and they're losing to Origin this week. Yep. Uh, the Cowboys, okay, they lose Morgan, obviously, big loss. Uh, Maguire, big loss. And um, Matt Scott's injured. Justin O'Neill is injured. Justin O'Neill had something fucking terrible. It was like a ruptured spleen or something. He had to have surgery. Yeah. He was fucked up, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, Mitchell's was- done, moves to the centers. No. That was the other fucked up injury was poor um, Graham. Fractured femur. Yeah. So, okay. So, Mitchell Dunn moves to the centres. Jake Clifford's in the seven. And uh, Scott Bolton will start in prop. As Yarder in, in the six again. Uh, Hess comes into the starting side. And they've added uh, Corey Jensen to the bench. Where's this one being played? Hope solo. It's really tough. I think based on on recent form, the Titans are on a sharper upwards trajectory than the cows are. If you believe the talk out of, um, you know, about who's in danger, it's the Titans coach. Yeah. Um, fucking Brandon. I just feel like he's doing just enough, though. Yeah. They get a win every couple of weeks, yep. which is enough to... Like, the the voices only start to get really loud, you know, if you sort of, you know, when you're getting, the, you know, four, five, six in a row kind of losses. But then it was last week where it was, you know, they've instructed Mal to do an immediate yeah. review of yeah. of all these things. Um, yeah. So, so if the, the Titans are ever going to rally around their coach, it's going to be now. Uh, and I think with who the, the cows lose to origin... And and I mean, and it's not just the origin thing. I mean, like the origin is one thing, but then to lose Matt Scott Scott, again as well. Yeah, that's it. You know, I mean, yes, you got Tamalolo, but yeah, makes him vulnerable. Yeah, and I mean, the spine is largely intact, except you know, with the exception of Morgan. But I don't know. I just, I just, I don't have a lot of faith in the Cowboys at the moment either. Yeah, that's it. I mean, they've been, they've been going well. Don't get me wrong, but uh, and this is definitely a very winnable game for them. It wouldn't surprise me to see them win. But man, it's just—it's hard to trust anyone this fucking round. To be yeah, honest. true. And so, uh, yeah, that's that's it for the games. You got there: Broncos, Sharks, Knights, Storm, Dragons, Roosters, Warriors, and Tigers with the bye. Okay, mailbag. Levius brought us uh, this this fucking gift through the week. Um, of a, there's an, a, a Twitter account out there uh, that's uh, at war underscore refs. So Warriors versus NRL referees, and it's basically a Warriors fucking refs fault account that basically live tweets every Warriors game and every instance in which they're wronged by the referees. <laughs> Wow. Um, their, their bio says, uh, do you feel like the New Zealand Warriors are always on the receiving end of shit ref calls? Yeah, same. Follow us for live updates on shit calls in New Zealand Warriors games. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, tremendous. Um, Giannis underscore Mateus. Thank you, stepdad, for the real talk on Ponga being a diving cunt. From me, it's ref's fault. From you, it's real talk. And Super Grover. Uh, this week in league potty, 
Not only rugby league, but now it's this week in Stepdad's Hemorrhoid. Vital medical information every man should know. Hashtag teaspoon it back in. What the fuck? (laughs) Do you know what a teaspoon is? (laughs) Fucking hell, man. (laughs) It's not a fucking out-of-place erection at a fucking boarding school where nuns are looking after you. You know, just whack it with a spoon so it goes down. <laughs> fucking bring up your shit, childhood. Um, <laughs> yes. And moving on for that, uh, there's a... Uh, I was talked to the supplier and everything. Another run on the shirts is a go. So I don't have to worry about minimum quantity or anything like that. It's all good. Um, you can do them for the same, same cost and everything like that. So... Uh, I don't need any particular number of new orders to get them through. I've hit a couple of people up who were sort of interested and, uh, and you know, giving them the details and things like that. So there's a limited number to memberships that I can put together, probably only like half a dozen or something, just basically based on the number of, you know, the receptacles and stuff that we have left over. Um, and if anyone is an existing member and would like to get an additional polo shirt or additional polo shirts... Let us know, and uh, yeah, we can hook it up. But I want to sort of get the numbers in, you know, sort of Wednesday or Thursday as well, so we can get them underway and get this uh, sort of thing finalised because, you know, we've got other things we want to do this year in in terms of merch and stuff, so I just want to get these memberships sorted and behind us. Um, Also, uh, just say happy birthday for this week, for yesterday, for two long-term friends of the show uh, with uh, Aaron Maher, and uh, and Lynn, who's been a first lady and tipping comp winner, you know, who, who I did mistake again for Claire when it was Claire's birthday the week before, and called yeah. her the ultimate shut-in, where it's actually Lynn that hasn't seen sunlight. Yeah, <laughs> so that was a legitimate mistaking thing. I just thought you'd been a belligerent cunt. <laughs> no, I honestly get them confused. That's not not very easy to confuse, though. Well, I, I mean, unless it's like, you know, you're like, oh, it's fucking, you know, 11.30 at night or whatever. I put enough stock into remembering Manly fans' names as Manly does into travelling, so. Yeah, that's fair enough, too. Um, that's it. Uh, this full-time for episode 320. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, interact with us on Twitter at TWI League. We're on Facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. And make sure you get on face, Facebook, search for hashtag Twill Nation and uh, join our Facebook group uh, every week. Week after week, influx of uh, users probably fucking tripled or something since the season started in size, which is great. It's a it's an excellent place for shit talking in there, and uh, people still seem to be taking things in the right. Yeah, there's been a couple of times I've seen some some usual social media shit in there. Yeah, it's nice. It seems to be this beautiful self regulating market. Yep, yep. Which is why our Emmy-winning friend hates it. <laughs> because we don't promise equality of outcome yeah. <laughs> for everybody that enters. It it self-corrects. Correct, yes, you know? it does. It so, does. This Week in League, supporting capitalism. Yep. 
Uh, got some uh, iTunes reviews. You can leave yours in. Go to the iTunes uh, podcast section. Go to sports and recreation category. Check out what's hot. You'll see us in there. If not, just go to the listings. Find us and uh, we'll be in there. Uh, choose a rating and uh, leave a review if you have not already. We've got someone uh, by the name of uh, Brenman2000. He's a gold five stars. Uh, comment pure gold. Uh, we had another one from uh, It's Reaper. And uh, he said, uh, leave Melbourne alone, five stars. Absolutely the best NRL potty you could listen to. Uh, tipping. There was a apocalypse round, of course. And uh, as a result, I, I guess things were shaken up a, a fair bit uh, because it is you know, still relatively early in the season. Uh, so the spread's not that far. And uh, now we have uh, on a blood buzz on top with 59 solo by himself. And he only took a round of three to get him up there. Toozy. In second place, tied with Millennial Suck, Eastside Boy, Voodoo Rock, a former winner. And then we go back one to Claire Simo, Bargy, Wobby Farah, and Matt F. and Tad Pike, old school OG, enters the fray uh, as well. And uh, I think I'm like one point back, but I think it's about 17th in terms of the, with the for and against and the rest of it. So still hanging in there, but I can't really fucking, I, I can't have another fucking apocalypse. So. Uh, Supercoach, surprise, surprise, the uh, notorious PODs are still on top, followed by Arkham's inmates, Big Papa Power, turned down for what, Amphi's Roosters, Nova Clarkstrian, Super Turbo Bros, Sam Seals, Ivan's Lost Sons, and Haystacks, Calhoun rounding out the top 10. All those guys mentioned are in the top 2,000 of uh, the Supercoach, so fucking good job, fellas. Well done. Um, I have don't have anything else to add. Uh, we're coming to the origin period where there's, you know short episodes coming up because there's what next week we've got four epi- four four games to talk about and uh then we didn't what- decide what we're doing for origin too as in do we record what did we record after it last year i honestly can't fucking remember so, um did I, was- I, I don't remember if we put the episodes back until uh and recorded it the after Thursday. the game or like not after the game like you know chronologically like the next day or something so I, or I- yeah. I'm not quite sure what we did. Um, like I got divorced over Origin last year. Yeah. So I think that, that improved, enhanced or restricted your your like Life in general sure. or just my yeah, faith? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, I know we got that standalone. Uh, yeah, okay. Because we could... I mean, there's almost like a, a an Origin-only episode coming up in the future. Like, you know, it's sort of towards the end of... Yes. At the end of June, where there's that standalone weekend. And this but, is probably something we could definitely discuss offline. It definitely is too. But I mean, you know, we discuss the, we, we, we include everyone in these, in these discussions so then they can have their, yes. you know, they can, they can give us their thoughts. And, oh, this is the other thing. Um, yeah. I think I saw this, it was on the Facebook group. Okay. So, um, just for people in Canada stuck in traffic, fuck you, you fucking Canadian cunts with all your Canadian Cunt ways, you fucking Canadian cut cunts. Hey, <laughs> fuck you for Jim Carrey, the fucking anti-vax marrying fuckwit. Yeah, but he's since got off that fucking. Train. I don't give a fuck. He's got off that train. Oh, really? There's got to be a path. Of, there's got to be a path to redemption for people. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's he's fucked her over. What's he's a path? What's a path for redemption from polio? Well, I mean, you know, just, I guess, you know, vaccinate the next one. Can they jump off the measles train? <laughs> Learn from your mistake and vaccinate the next one. Fuck you, Canada. That's for anyone <laughs> that happens to be listening while they're in traffic in Canada. 
look, as far all I know about Canada is is what I learned from Degrassi and uh, Terence and Philip. Yeah, yeah. Look, I put a thread up about uh, Twilt National listeners. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention that. And um, we'll go into it probably next week. Yeah, we'll talk about it next week. But one, one of the things that stuck with me, there was someone that said they listen in Canada. And had their window down in traffic <laughs> while we were talking. So, yeah. But there were some good ones because I remember when I, was, when I was sending out the memberships, I mean, there was, you know, like Slovakia and fucking, you know, you know we have, there's a couple of countries where, you know, they, they always go out to. But, I mean, then, you know, this year we had, like, you know, Slovakia. There's there's some listeners in the US that I'm, I'm intrigued and to know. the usual the spattering of attention-seeking fuckwits that, like, Oh, I'm not international, but I listened to you once when I was on a plane. Yeah. I was, on, the, a, I was not, on a holiday not once. Not, not, not the point of the thing. We, I mean, we, these these are people, yeah, we're interested in, I mean, yeah, expats who are somewhere, you know, somewhere strange, which is which is great, but even or even even more to the point. Pe- people like good friend Carsten, who was a Swiss cowboy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, how the fuck do you find rugby league? Yeah, yeah, and and particularly our, I mean, our our, our member in in Nashville, Tennessee, and our member in in uh, Wisconsin, like, where the fuck do you fit in? Like, how did how did oh, I want to hear that story? Send yeah. us an email, man. That's it. Business at thisweekinleague.com. Fucking tweet us or send us a you know, go to the Facebook page and send us a DM there if you want to. I mean, I would love to know the story. We'll keep you in cogs. Yeah, if if need be. You know. Yep. So obviously, don't tell us where you work or you know <laughs> that stuff. But uh. but yeah, interested to hear. So it's it's, it's uh, interesting to see that that thread on the Facebook group was fantastic. We're, um, we're basically bigger than the UN at this stage. Pretty much, you know, we're we're, we're going few- higher than Australian politics, and we're actually thinking of staging a military coup <laughs> of a small island. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Later. See you next week. <laughs>